everyone, it's Ali Corman Kentreve with a look at the market for Wednesday, July 12th, where we saw strong gains across the board for the major indexes with the NASDAQ and S&P closing at their highest levels since April 2022 on the heels of some cooler than expected inflation data, Ken. Yeah, we were expecting to see pretty good uh, consumer uh, inflation data before the open, and it was actually better than what the market was expecting. So it fueled another uh, nice rally on Wall Street today. Uh, not not hard finding uh, interesting stocks uh, to talk about in this type of market environment. So let's take a look at Cava, uh, uh, which uh, recently had its uh, IPO hit a new high today. CAVA is uh, the symbol there. Also, monolithic power systems, uh, one of many chip stocks uh, acting well in this market. And finally, uh, Shopify. This is uh, a member of uh, Leaderboard and uh, closed up near its high as well today. Restaurants, chips, and software, a good assortment there. We'll take a look at those first. Let's analyze the major indexes. Here's a look at the NASDAQ up 1.2% on the day. The S&P 500 up 7 tenths of a percent. The Dow up a quarter of a percent and small caps with another strong session up 1.1%. And it does look like a breakout out of a short consolidation for the NASDAQ here. Ken, with its highest close in quite a while, we're getting awfully close to that 14,000 level. Yeah, that's going to be the next uh, big test for the Nasdaq uh, composite here. But uh, yeah, buyers are are still uh, are still in control in this uh, in the stock market. Getting a lot more pundits on uh, TV saying that uh, well, we may, may be ready to to back off highs and come in and, and pull back a little bit. That's uh, certainly possible. There's uh, a lot of extended stocks out there, but uh, you know we, we're in a market tide that uh, like. I've said in recent days, it's just flowing positive. It's lifting a lot of stocks uh, uh, up along with it. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see where, where we go. But uh, the confirmed uptrend continues to look good. Uh, breadth was pretty decent again today, about two to one positive on the NASDAQ and uh, maybe three to one positive on the, uh, on the S&P 500. So another, another good day. It's not just tech stocks that are leading this market. So this uh, expanding uh, breadth has been uh, a welcome, welcome sight. It certainly has. And, you know, previously when the NASDAQ hit a high of 13,864 and change on 616, we did pull back and move sideways for a couple of weeks. Uh, the day before that, the NASDAQ was trading about 10% above the 50-day line. Let's take a look at where we are now, just 6.6% above the 50-day. So do you think we have a little bit of room to run here? In this uh, it's rally? Yeah, it's entirely it's entirely possible. Uh, you know, at uh, what was that five or six percent above the the fifty day that, that that you had there? I mean, it really doesn't seem uh, uh, too too uh, stretch. Yeah, six six point six percent. So you know, when it gets up to nine ten percent above the fifty day, we've seen the Nasdaq uh, you know pull pull back and and consolidate. So uh, to me, uh, you know, when you look at overbought oversold oscillators, uh, the Nasdaq is still not. Uh, not quite at that uh, overbought uh, territory. So uh, there could be more and more room to run here. And, you know, starting there, there's the overbought uh, oversold. So, yeah, I mean, it's been starting to get to overbought, but still still looks like it has a ways, uh, ways to go here. It doesn't look too extended from the 50-day moving average uh, either. So, um, you know, just have to look at the action in individual stocks. And uh, that, that picture is still pretty bullish here. Let's also take a look at the S&P 500 as well. 
closing off its highs, but still a pretty decent gain here for the S&P. Your thoughts on where this index is trading, Ken? It's about 3.6% above the 10-week. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, another index that is uh, not not screaming over overbought here. Uh, both the Nasdaq and the S and P 500, I think, hit their highest level today uh, since April uh, 2022. So, uh, more than a more than a year ago. So, um, yeah, just uh, you know, good good action in this uh, market. Uh, S and P 500 gave back uh, some of its gains today, but it was a nice uh, gap up and you know up seven tenths of a, a percent. Uh, looking pretty good here. Next on our list, we want to take a look at the Dow. Not a great close for the Dow. Maybe a little bit of resistance at this 345 for DIA, which coincides with 34,500 or so for the index itself, but still hanging in there and not falling apart by any means. So it's okay in our books to see this kind of action when we're focused on those growth stocks and other areas of the market for the most part. Well, you had a few names uh, under pressure in the in the Dow today, uh, just kind of lagging on the index. Uh, Cisco got a got a downgrade. Uh, United Health uh, also uh, got a downgrade. We're going to be hearing from them uh, Friday in terms of earnings. So you can see United Health has been uh, you know under a lot of selling pressure uh, lately. So, but it was Cisco, which was the big drag on the blue chip index uh, today. But yeah, I mean it uh, it lagged the S and P 500 and the uh, and the Nasdaq uh, today. But uh, you know you don't have to have all three. In indexes uh, exploding higher at, at the same time. Um, but And, you know, Dow uh, under a little pressure today, but uh, not, not looking too bad either. And uh, one of the stories today we were following was what we were seeing in the 10-year yield and the dollar coming off by quite a bit. The 10-year here after getting back above that 4% level coming off again today uh, pretty solidly. Same with the dollar can really plunging in the last couple of days and especially today. Yeah, I mean, I was I remember talking about the, the weakness in uh, in UUP. I mean, when the dollar is as weak, it, 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 it does tend to help the, the U.S. Uh, the stock market. But it had been getting resistance at that 200 day uh, moving average that was, uh, you know, back in, in May and, and, and June. And then it it tried to, to regain it uh, just recently, got turned away again and then just broke through the 50 day moving average. So uh, the U.S. dollar doesn't look like it's ready to start uh, an uptrend uh, anytime uh, soon here. That could bode well for stocks in terms of the 10-year treasury yield you know it's been under uh, it's been under pressure for for three days in a row now uh, it wasn't that long ago when the market was expecting two more rate hikes uh, you know this year they have uh, one rate hike pretty much baked in at the meeting later this month. Uh, but then, you know, another rate hike after that is still very much uh, up in the air. And it's, I think the chances are maybe 20, 30% right now. So uh, right now the market is thinking that Fed funds rate is going to be right at five and a quarter, five and a half uh, percent after the Fed hikes uh, later this month. So maybe that's why you've seen yields uh, come in uh, a little bit that uh, there may be only one more rate hike uh, this year. Okay, let's take a look at Kava, recent IPO in the retail restaurant group, surging over 14% today in increasing volume. Of course, it's uh, not volume heavier than on its first day of trade or first couple of days of trade on the public market, but seeing more volume coming into the stock as of late. And we did point out a potential 
early entry on Monday and even in Tuesday's session, but today coming through with that IPO base breakout and a relative strength line blue dot underscoring this stock's outperformance today. Yeah, I think, you know, it makes sense to follow restaurant stocks uh, throughout market history. You don't have to look far to see some, you know, big, big winners. I mean, you can look at uh, Chipotle when they uh, when they came public. So the restaurant group can yield some really nice uh, winners. And I think Kava has uh, a lot of uh, a lot of characteristics that you want to see. They're still in the early stages, uh, very early in the uh, early stages of their expansion. Um, you know, you see a stock that's up multiple up days in a row. I would say that this is uh, should be front and center on your watch list uh, just to wait for an alternate entry. May come back and, and test, um, you know, that 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 recent high. Um, but you don't want to you don't want to chase it here. But there's there's just a lot of good things going on at Kava. Not only are they early in, in their expansion, but the chairman of the company is a guy named uh, Ron Shake, who was the founder of uh, Panera Bread and who basically, you know, was around Panera during its its best uh, growth years. Panera was eventually bought in 2017. And Ron, uh, Ron Shake was instrumental in Kava's uh, uh, acquisition of Zoe's Kitchen, another Mediterranean uh, uh, restaurant. So uh, seems to be good leadership at this uh, company. We don't have a whole lot of fundamental data to, to work off of, but uh, you can see at the end of uh, Q1, the nice surge in uh, revenue up 28% uh, here. So, uh, you know, fast, casual, uh, Mediterranean, healthy food. Uh, I've eaten there a few times uh, myself. It's uh, it's quite good. And this this one has all the markings of, uh, of a potential leader. Just want to be careful of uh, chasing it uh, up here after several updates in a row. That definitely makes sense, Ken. Now let's head on over to Monolithic Power, MPWR, breaking out of a flat base today with shares up 3.4%. Volume roughly average on the day, but this stock getting to its highest levels in a, quite a while here and getting close to surpassing its highs from November 2021. Yeah, a company that designs uh, chips for a whole bunch of uh, different markets, uh, storage, computing, enterprise, data, uh, you name it, automotive, industrial. So they're pretty, uh, they're pretty spread out. If we go back to the daily chart here, you know, you see the volume uh, today, even though it was uh, average, it was the highest for an up session in, in, uh, in, in quite some time. So a lot of chip stocks have been uh, breaking out of bases. Uh, that's been going on for, for weeks. Uh, so monolithic is uh, one of the last stocks to truly break out here. But, uh, you know, again, it was a, a classic uh, buy signal today based off of that uh, 553.64 uh, pivot. So it still looks like it's in a, a buy zone, maybe three or four weeks until they report uh, earnings. But uh, that broad-based leadership in the chip sector continues to look pretty good. Yes, totally agree. And now let's take a look at Shopify flashing a potential entry today as it continues its bounce off of its 50-day and 10-week line. We can take a quick look at that weekly chart here to see the action there after going tight for a couple of weeks. So same kind of situation here, not above average volume, but definitely the highest update volume in quite a while. Yeah, this is uh, the stock was uh, uh, put on the on leaderboard in um, early 
June, I think it was June, June six. So we actually increased the uh, uh, position today due to the uh, the, the stocks uh, move and a little little breakout over a, a trend line. But if you look at the the weekly chart here, this is what really a good classic test of the ten uh, uh, week moving average uh, looks like. You can see last week it it fell down in very light volume uh, to that ten week line, and it's uh, it's kind of finding support there. So we took that as an opportunity to, you know, respect the stock's uh, technical health and. Uh, we increased uh, increased the position here, and uh, you know we've um, had a lot of outperformance in uh, in growth stocks uh, lately. That's been good news for for leaderboard. But uh, you know, Shop Shopify is one of those classic, uh, you know, leaderboard stocks with uh, good revenue growth, good annual earnings estimates, outstanding fund sponsorship. So, uh, seemed like a no brainer to kind of give it a higher weighting today. Yep, and we do have three weeks until earnings. Ken, it seems like. The closer and closer we get to earnings season, traders are going to need to be making some tough decisions. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, you know, this uh, this week we're going to have uh, J.P. Morgan and Citigroup, Bank of America, United Health, and the Dow is reporting Friday, I believe. And then, you know, next next week we have Netflix and Tesla. So it's it's going to be all about uh, earnings. But I think uh, you know the way the market is uh, trading, feeling you know confident about a soft landing for the economy. I think it's you know, optimistic about a pretty good uh, earnings season uh, uh, as well. So I think there will be plenty of uh, plenty of bright spots. But uh, as you head into earnings, you know, you, and you own a growth stock, if you have a, you know, a small profit cushion or maybe a stock hasn't made a lot of headway, uh, you want to have at least some profit cushion, at least 5%. Uh, we generally like to use uh, headed into an earnings report. Uh, some growth stocks are, are volatile, volatile and held to a very high standard during earnings. So uh, I'm optimistic. I think uh, Shopify, for example, uh, we're going to see another really strong uh, quarter for them. And just looking at the fundamentals and technicals of this stock and, you know, the, the, the healthy technical pictures of a lot of stocks in the market right now. Um, again, I think uh, I think it's a market is optimistic about not only a soft landing for the economy, but a pretty good earnings season as well. Great. Well, thank you so much for your insights today, Ken. And thanks everyone for tuning in. We will be back with more tomorrow morning on IBD Live. And we hope you join us, investors.com slash IBD Live for all those details. We'll see you there. And we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.